watching online, we are so excited that you've chosen to worship here with us on this Holy Sabbath day. I'm not sure what you came to do, but I came to give God some Holy Ghost praise in his house today. We're going to ask those that have assembled here with us today to please stand as we sing the opening song, Sabbath Rest. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Good morning. You may be seated in the presence of our mighty God. Good morning again and happy Sabbath, everybody. Are you glad to be in God's house just one more time? Amen. Come on now, we could do better than that. Are you glad to be in God's house just one more time? For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. He woke us up this morning, started us on our way, amen. Did he put food on your table this morning? clothes on your back, traveling mercies and allowing you to get here. Amen. We praise God for you. We thank God for this beautiful Sabbath day, a day of worship, a day where we can just reflect on the goodness of God and, and just give him praise, honor, and glory for he is truly, truly an amazing God. We want to take this time to just welcome all of our online visitors. Um, we praise God for you as always. We know that with a click of a button, you could be somewhere else, France, Italy, Germany, uh, you could be in Africa sometime. You, know, you could be anywhere. But you have chosen to worship with us today. And we want to say welcome and thank you for our online uh, family and friends. Also, we have some guests in the house today. We want to take this time to welcome all of our family and friends. Sister Beverly, you don't mind? Could you just step forward for me just for a few minutes? And I'm going to pass the mic over to you. And I just want you to introduce your special guest. Amen. Amen. Um, our special guest today is from my high school that I graduated from in 1979, Miss Catherine. Um, she's out here visiting with us. We had a conversation. Um, we're talking about having a memorial service for our principal. 
that was my principal and we were part of a DSEG program and I was there when it was started and they, we want to have a memorial service and they remembered me and asked me to sing as a part of that service and so we were talking just yesterday asking me about my life and I told her about being a music director at two churches. I said a black one and a white one. And she said, I want to go to the black one because I want to just, you know, expand my horizon. She said she's Catholic and she wanted to be with us this morning. So I just want everybody to show Miss Catherine some love in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for coming out to worship with us today. Amen. Thank you so much. I had the privilege of speaking just briefly with Miss Catherine just a few minutes ago. And um, I do know that there are some histories um, about <laughs> Sister um, Sister Bear, but we're going to leave that there. Um, but, but we understand and we thank God for you, Sister Catherine, for being here with us today. And we pray that your time with us will be one that you will remember for the rest of eternity. Amen. Amen. And so we welcome Amen. you. We thank God for you. Amen. Also, do we have any other guests visiting with us today? Just looking around. Well, don't want to overlook anyone. Uh, don't want to overlook anyone. We're about to close out the month of January. Just a few more days left in this month. And we've been celebrating birthdays and anniversaries all month long. Amen. And um, I don't want to overlook, you know, especially when you have a birthday on the Sabbath. We've been, we had a, quite a few birthdays on the Sabbath. And I don't want to overlook those special Sabbath birthdays. And so I'm just going to just take a glance through the artists and look for any hands. Anyone celebrating a birthday today? Amen. Praise God. Anyone celebrating a birthday this week? We, that's it. I think that's January, right? Because I think Friday, that's it. So we're, we're waiting on February. Now, let me just get a, a, a temperature check. Any February babies in that? Okay, you can put your hand down now. You can put your hand down. <laughs> Dewan, we praise God for you. So we'll be celebrating our February birthdays in February. We thank God for each and every one of you for being here with us on this special day. We do have a couple more announcements. If we can turn our attention to the screen. Um, there is a, um, I don't know if the video was able to get up. Were you able to do the video? No. What about the marriage retreat flyer? Amen. There we go right there. Um, we do have a marriage retreat coming up. Um, the registration will be closing at the end of this month. This is for our early bird registration. So we encourage if you want to be a part of this marriage retreat, amen, we encourage you to register um, by the end of this month, um, you have the information on the screen. Um, it's an exciting time, and so we want each and every one of you to be um, all married couples, amen, um, that you mark your calendars for that date. Also, on this coming Wednesday, we will have our Central States Conference um, prayer meeting time. Um, so we're back, we have that back up and running. So um, you see our uh, featured speaker uh, for this special time, January 25th. Um, at 7 o'clock, so we won't be on the phone, um, but we will be on the um, Central States Conference YouTube page where we'll have our, um, our prayer meeting at that time. Um, we do thank God and we praise God for all that he is doing and all that, all that he has done and all that he is about to do in the lives of his children. At this time, can you just bow your heads with me as I just offer up a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father in God, you are truly an amazing God. Um, without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. And we give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. We invite your presence here today, oh God, to just have your way, to sup with us, to lead us, to guide us, and to direct us in the way that we should go. And we'll be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
and amen, amen. And do anybody trust God this morning? Do anybody trust Jehovah this morning? Anybody trust God this morning? Jehovah, we trust you in the midst of all that we go through in life. Amen. Come on, now we're just going to worship the Lord a little bit this morning. We're going to magnify him a little bit this morning. Is that all right? Can we just worship God in this place this morning? Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's give God some praise. Come on now, let's worship God. If you know the song, join with us. Jehovah, Jehovah, you I trust. trust. In, in you, you, oh Lord. Oh Lord, Jehovah, Jehovah you, I trust. I trust. In you, in you, I believe. I believe, I believe you. I trust. I trust. Come on, family. If you know the song. Join with us, oh Lord, Jehovah, I trust in you. I believe you are the God of miracles. You are the God of wonders. You are the God of powerful. I believe. 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 Come on, we can do better than that. We can worship him right here. Come on, family. If you know it, sing along with us. Jehovah you. Come on, right here. I trust. I trust. In you. Oh Lord, oh Lord, Jehovah, you I trust, I trust in you, in you. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe you. I trust, I trust in you, in you. Oh Lord, oh Lord, Jehovah, you. Jehovah, you I trust, I trust in you. I believe. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of wonders. You are the God of powerful. I believe. 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 Come on, family. Can we just worship God right there? Can we just worship him right there? Don't be scared. Come on. Come on, right there. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, 
so long, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. Come on, just wave bye-bye. Goodbye to my pain Goodbye and my sorrow. So long, bye-bye. Come on, one more time. So long, bye-bye. Come on, family. So long, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. Goodbye to my pain and my sorrow. So long, bye-bye. Can we do that one more time? So long, bye-bye. Come on, way better. So long. So long, bye-bye. Goodbye to my pain. All my bills. All that drama. So long. Come on right here. So long. Bye-bye. So long. Bye-bye. Hey, so long. Bye-bye. Hey, so long. Goodbye to my pain now. Goodbye to my sorrow. Goodbye fear. You ain't welcome here. Hey, so long. Hey, so long. Goodbye to my pain now. Goodbye to my haters. Goodbye to the drama. Goodbye fear. You ain't welcome here. Hey, so long. Hey, so long. So long, hey, so long, hey, so long. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of wonders. You are the God of wonders. You are the God of powerful. I believe. 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 Amen. Can we just worship God right there? Can we just magnify Him right there? So long, bye bye. So So long, bye bye. One more time. So long, bye bye. So long, bye bye. So long, bye bye. So long, bye bye. Goodbye to my pain. Goodbye to my pain and my sorrow. So long, right here. Here we go. So long, bye bye. Hey, hey. To my pain and my sorrow. Goodbye to my pain and my sorrow. Waving bye bye. So long, Amen. 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 So long, bye bye. No more drama. No more pain. No more sickness. No more issues. You may be seated. We thank God for
the opportunity to worship him in this space, to go before his throne and to give him praise, honor, and glory, which is due to him. As we now transition our heart and our minds over to prayer, we want to remember um, Sister Teresa in a very special way. We thank God that her procedure on yesterday went well, that she is resting. But we know that there is prayer, more prayer that needs to be done. Amen. And so we want to continue to keep the Harris family lifted up in prayer. Also, we ask if you can remember the Newby family um, as we will be funeralizing um, Brother Newby um, on the 28th. I believe it's the 28th. Thursday. Thursday. And so we want to remember him in prayer as well. And also we want to remember our very own Thomas um, Jenkins, who is funeralizing his grandmother. So we know that there is so much that we can pray for. And many of you who are out here have personal struggles. We are so glad to see Elder Kwame and his wife back. Uh, praise God for Amen. answered prayer. Amen. Amen. And so as we gather our thoughts, as always, we want to invite you to, to just remember those individuals in prayer. Robert Sr., Robert Hodges Sr., want to remember him in prayer as well. And what we have done um, here for this new year, we have been intentional about praying for each member in our congregation. And so we've spotlighted individuals. Last week we prayed for our first elder, Elder Harris and Sister Teresa. Even before she went into her surgery, we were able to lay hands on her and anoint her with oil and just pray a special prayer over her life and covering it. And so today we want to focus in on our elder Wellington and his family. If they can just join us down here at the front. Um, we want to lay our hands on the Wellington family. I'm going to invite my wife, if she doesn't mind, to come and stand with me as we, <laughs> as we, you stand right in the front, as we lay hands on the family. Amen, amen, amen. And I'm going to invite everyone, all those that choose to come close, if you're elder, deacons, if you can come close as we surround this family, as we lay our hands on them, as we cover them, as we anoint them with oil, and just pray God's protection um, over this family. We also want to remember those that are viewing us online, we pray for you as well. Ask God's covering over your life. Let us bow our heads. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful, so privileged, and so honored to be able to come before you on this here platform. And we recognize, God, that there is nothing that we can do in and of ourselves, but in you and through you, we are more than conquerors. And so we're just so honored to be able to come before your throne in this manner, uh, to be able to lay our petitions before the feet of God, to be able to just speak to heaven from here on earth recognizing, oh God, that we are in need of a Savior, not just someone to save us from our bills or save us from accidents, but save us for salvation in all eternity. With that comes someone being Lord over our lives. And so we give you permission now to step in this circumstances, in our circumstances, and do what you do. Father, as we are gathered here to lay hands on the Wellington family, we understand and know that the power is not in the oil, uh, the power is in you. But we use this oil as a symbol of your anointing on their lives. So as we cover them, as we anoint them in the name of Jesus, 
as we place this oil on their foreheads, oh God, we're asking that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think of or even imagine. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will stop by their home and, and that you will move through their jobs and move through the school through Sister Kennedy and her classes. We're praying right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that whatever evil the enemy has set up, that you will rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. We're asking that you will shut down any attacks that the enemy may have. We're praying right now for a strong union. We're praying right now for their marriage. We're praying for their connection with you in the name of Jesus. Whatever health challenges that they're having, we're asking you, God, that you will deliver them in the name of Jesus. That you will step in and show your healing wings. That you will show them that you still have healing in your wings. That you have power up on high. That you will be able to do all of these things. Oh God, we can't do it without you. They can't move without you. So Father, have your way. Be with Sister Christina today on her job. Be with her, Father God, as she interact and show the love of Christ. We pray that her steps are ordered by you, oh God. We ask that you will lead her and guide her in all righteousness. That you will let your Holy Spirit maneuver through her, oh God. Whatever's pressing her, whatever's on her mind, oh God. Whatever's ailing her right now, oh God. That you will do what you do in the name of Jesus. And create in all of them a clean heart. And renew the right spirit within them. Continue to watch over Christina, oh God. Continue to watch over Kennedy in the name of Jesus. We pray right now, oh God. This young lady, oh God. This youth, this young adult in the name of Jesus. We pray right now, oh God, that as she maneuvers through this thing called COVID, this transition, oh God, this different way of worshiping, this different way of getting to know you, oh God, that she would be able to tap into heaven like never before, that she will have a stronger relationship with you as a result of this, of this movement. So, Father, we can't do it without you. We can't do it without you. So be with the family today, oh God. We pray a special prayer over the Wellington family. We're asking that you will go through them and be with them and talk with them, oh God. Be with all of their children and grandbabies. Just walk over them. Watch over them. Let them know that you have them. Father God, we also want to lift up before you our very own sister Teresa. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will bring healing to her body. Thank you for bringing her through the surgery, oh God. Now, Father, we look for a miraculous healing in the name of Jesus with no complication. Oh, Father, we pray for her right now. We also want to lift up before you, Thomas, in the name of Jesus. Ask that you will cover him right now, oh God. We ask that you will let him know that you have him in the palm of your hand as he mourns the loss of his grandmother. Be with the newbie family, oh God. We ask that you will cover them as well. Sister Crystal, and watch over them. Continue to guide them. Continue to direct them. Continue to lead them in the name of Jesus. Let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand. Oh God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will watch over them and all of those that are suffering with health challenges and that are dealing with loss. Be with our online visitors and friends that have joined in with us. We pray that you will guide them as well. You know their finances and their what they need. Again, cover the brother Wellington, Elder Wellington. We pray that you will be with him on his job. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will guide him, his going out and his coming in. As the priest of his home, that you will speak to him and speak through him. That you will give him the wisdom of Solomon. That you will guide him and direct him, oh God. Watch over Elder Wellington. Be with him in a very special way. Let him know that you have him in the palm of your hands. And again, God, as always, watch over our church family. 
those that have chose to come close to the altar, those that have chosen to remain in their seats. Thank you. We bless you and we honor you. So have your way. Let us not leave here the same way we came. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen again. church family. Good morning. Now is a time where everyone can participate. Stewardship time. Using our time, talent, temple, and treasure to glorify God. Amen. And I want to tell you that Tabernacle of Praise has started out this year on a good foot. Amen. Because you remember we asked for donations to help the lady who was hit by a flood. Her family lost all their belongings. Mm -hmm. And you really showed out because we got a lot of clothing for her. We got shoes shirts, pants, dresses, and even some money to put on a gift card for her. And she was very appreciative of it. Amen. So Amen. thank yourself. Give yourself a hand Amen. for being Amen. a Amen. faithful steward. Amen. And that's what stewardship's all about, is letting others know about God Amen. through your kindness of using your time, talent, temple, and treasure. In fact, the song that we just sang, Bye Bye, <laughs> we said bye bye to 2022. Yeah. And we want to start 2023 just like we did, off doing well, doing good for others. Because when we do good for others, who are we doing good for? Jesus, right. When you do something good for a person in need, you're just like you're doing it to Jesus himself. And he has promised that he's not going to forget that, that you will be rewarded for your kindness. So we want to do our best to be better stewards this year. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you, uh, uh, last time I mentioned about setting your goals, and we have some help for setting those goals and reaching them. We are, are holding a 12-step program for success. And that starts, again, we're starting back up tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, see Sister Carol for the Zoom information. Everybody's welcome. Doesn't matter what you want to accomplish. Doesn't matter where you're at in your uh, attainment of a better life. But these 12 steps are going to help you to reach your goals, so Amen. ask her about that Zoom information. Another thing, too, when we talk about stewardship, a lot of times we just get stuck on treasure, but it's not just only treasure. However, if you have read your Sabbath school lesson, everybody has a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have a Sabbath school lesson, see Sister Beverly. She has plenty to give out because today we talked about tithe and offering. And it was pointed out that it's not just about the money because God doesn't need our money, right? right. No, he doesn't need it. And money's only good when you use it. Amen. So just stockpiling money's not good either. But we want to understand the right use of tithe, of tithe and offerings. So get your Sabbath school lesson because it's talking about the book of Hebrews, and it's going to help you reach your tithe and offering goals as well. 
And one of the things, too, the conference is behind each and every one of us trying to do our very best as faithful stewards of our tithe and our offering. And they're offering a Financial Peace University class. Amen. Has anyone heard of Financial Peace? Dave Ramsey, you heard of that? Was well, a proven system. If you follow the steps, it's almost guaranteed you're going to be blessed financially. Amen. And I know we all want to be blessed financially. Amen. I'm not even going to ask for hands because everybody's hand would go up. So they're offering this Financial Peace University. Normally it costs over $100, but the conference is going to allow us to get it for $40 each. $40. That's Amen. a big savings right off. But it's only, I'm sorry, $50, but it's only limited to 40 people. Now, we got 40 people in here, so you better hurry up. It's going to be online at the uh, Central States Conference website. It starts in February, February 23rd, but it's limited to 40. So if you want to be one of those blessed by this class, jump right in and get out there and sign up real quick. And God is going to bless you real good. Amen. Amen. Another thing that we're also working on, each one of us is a steward of God. Amen. We're working to be faithful stewards of God. One way that we can use our time, talent, temple, and treasure is to find out what talents I have, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has one, but you might not know exactly what it is. Well, what I have here is personal guide to discovering your spiritual gifts. Amen. Uh, Sister Kathy's going to do one to find out where her talents are at so that she can join one of our many ministries and use those talents for God. If anyone else would like to take this, just see me afterward and I'll get you a copy. And I guarantee you this thing is really on target. It's going to pinpoint exactly where your talents are and then it'll pinpoint exactly where in the church you can use those talents for God's glory. Amen? Amen. So see me afterward for the spiritual gifts inventory, I'll be glad to get it for you. It's easy to fill out. Just answer the questions, tally it up, and God's going to bless you to use your talents for his glorification. Amen. At this time, would our deacons come forward to lift our morning tithe and offering? Again, continue to be faithful in your tithe and offering. We have been blessed. Our, our treasurer mentions that we have been blessed in tithe and offering. People are being faithful. People are returning as God has blessed them, and we just want you to continue doing so because there is a, a promise that God's going to open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing so much there won't even be room enough to receive it. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for the privilege and the opportunity that you've given us to return unto you, that which you have first given to us. We ask that you will bless those that had to give and especially bless those with a desire to give, Lord because we know that you're going to turn our worldly uh, dollars into a spiritual use, and that is to spread this gospel message to all the world in this generation. Bless this tithe and offering to be used for your worthy purpose to spread the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. He keeps on blessing me over and over again.
what a friend we have in Jesus. All, every one of our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege. What a privilege it is to carry everything. And I mean everything to God in prayer. What a friend we have in Jesus. Temptation. 
can we put our hands together one more time for our amazing God, for this praise and worship team, our musicians. We thank God for setting the tone for us to enter into the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, what needless pains we bear. We can take it to the Lord in prayer. Needless pains. Things that we don't have to go through, don't have to experience. If we but take it to the Lord in prayer. Now, I don't know about you, but I am a believer in prayer. Um, I said it before, I, I was literally prayed into the church. Uh, my sister and a group of friends were up at 5.30 in the morning praying for me. Individuals that didn't know me, Sister Kathy, was praying for me simply because they had a praying spirit. And Lord behold, I am in the church as a result of that 5.30 prayer meeting. Somebody said, well, how do you know they were praying for you? Well, several years after I've entered into the Seventh-day Adventist Church, I was speaking at a prayer meeting service, and the sermon that I preached, uh, the young lady in the back screamed out real loud. I told her my testimony of what I just shared with you and how I was literally prayed in the church. The young lady screamed, and at the end of the service, she came up to me, and she said that she was amongst the women that was up at 5.30 praying for me. She didn't know me. She knew my sister. And my sister was telling them my story. And so when I told my story, it resonated. And the message that was preached that day she said was specifically for her. So I thank God for prayer. So take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we want to just go ahead and get into our thought for today. Found in the book of Genesis chapter 28. And we want to read verses 10 all the way down to verse 16. That's Genesis Starting with, yes, please stand in honor of the reading of the word of God. Um, Genesis chapter 28, we'll start with verse 10 and read down to verse 16. And yes, please stand with me as we read this responsibly. I'll read the first verse and you will follow with the second and we'll trade off in that manner. Now, Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angel of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, 
verse 14. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and the south, and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 16 together. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. Today we just want to look at the topic or the thought, the subject, when you can't see him, he can see you. Father, again, we thank you so much for this opportunity that you have given us to come before you. We bless you for what is about to take place. Uh, again, God, I am your humble servant. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit. Have your way today. Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated in the presence of our amazing God. When you can't see him, anybody ever been in a situation or been in a place where you looked for God and you just couldn't find him? You've gone through some trials, you've been praying and you're waiting for an answer and it seemed like someone has turned the volume all the way down to the point of where it's as if is heaven has been turned off. Have any ever experienced that moment where you're called out in agony and you sweat blood and tears and you just knew God was going to move on your behalf and, and, and it seems as if you don't see him. It seems as if no matter what you try to do, no matter how you try to live right or how you try to plan, right? You've changed your appetite. You've done all of these things, and it seems as if you just can't connect with heaven. Family members are passing, and children are just doing their own thing, and, 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 and you've tried, and you've, and you've pleaded, and you've, then you hear testimonies of, of other individuals whom it seems as if God is operating more so on the other side of town than in my neighborhood. It seems as if when I look out my window, bro, Mike, it seems like everybody is getting blessed but me. And I'm wondering, just wondering, did somebody turn the volume down? Could it be that God is ignoring me? Could it be that maybe, just maybe, uh, I've done something wrong? Maybe I'm not living the way that I should? Maybe, just maybe, it's me. Well, I just want to help you as we move through this space together to let you know that no matter how deep you go, God's hand is not too far where he can't pull you out. That God is able to take you from the, the guttermost to the uttermost. I know we say that this way, God will save from the guttermost to the uttermost. But I want you to know that God will take you from the guttermost to the uttermost. 
our story here, Jacob has left home. Uh, Jacob has now found himself on the run. Uh, he had never in his life been alone before. Not, not, not even in the womb. He wasn't in there by himself. Now, having left home uh, by himself, he meets the Lord and the Lord says to him, I am with you. Now, I don't know about you. Um, I've been um, on my own for um, a little while now. Um, I remember when I first left home and it seemed like the world was so big. It seemed as if the world was just so overwhelming. I just didn't know how I was going to make it. And it felt as if, as if walking this walk or living in this life, as it just didn't make sense. And oh, how I longed for that basement room on 1036 Concord. Oh, how I longed to be in the space where I didn't have to worry about it anymore. Jacob is on the run. I mean, J Jacob is on the run. Jacob has done some things in the past. Jacob, you know the story. He deceives his brother Esau. He, 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 he tricked him or we deceive him uh, out of his birthright. He lies to his daddy. He put on fake hair and he dresses himself up in a way to deceive his blind daddy to believe that he is Esau and not Jacob. Oh, Jacob done some things. And I'm amazed at the story and how all the stuff that Jacob has done, but yet we find in the story God speaking to him and letting him know that I am with you. I just want to help somebody along the way because you may have been like me in my time and in my journey where I felt like God had dissed me, God had left me, and that God has just went on about blessing somebody else to wake up and find out that God never left me. So while you can't see him, I just want you to understand and know that God can see you. He see you every step of the way. He see you in your pain. He see you in your drama. He see you in your hurt. He see you in all the low moments in your life. He see you in your financial struggle. He see you in everything on your job and in your home. I just want you to know, family of God, that God even see you in your marriage I know it seemed like that it's an overwhelming moment right now it seemed like that all hell is breaking loose but if I can help you out sister babe just to give you a little push to go just a little bit further if I can just say a word God see you oh yes he does I know I know I know the world don't want you to believe that God even exists uh, the world wants you to believe that we came about by some big explosion that there was this mass kaboom boom bang theory and here we are but I just want to help you out and just let you know that while there was a big bang but that was after God said let there be and then the Bible says there was light so if there ever was a Big Bang theory, you're missing the part that it was God that gave the Big Bang the start. It was God that fired the gun at the starting line and told the Big Bang when to go. So in Genesis, God appears to Jacob. Jacob tries to escape from his brother. 
Esau was on his heels. Now, keep in mind, if you understand the story, just go back and read it. Uh, his mother uh, also encouraged him uh, uh, to leave because she did not want him wedding someone that didn't believe in God. So I need you to pack your bags up. I need you to leave. I need you to go to my brother. Rebecca tells him, go to my brother's house, and I need you to find a wife there. So Jacob is leaving for several reasons, but yet the main thing we need to understand is that Jacob leaving was his own doing. Let me help you out right there because sometimes we get it twisted and we look at God as if God is the reason, and sometimes it's the choices that we made. Which is the reason. It's not that God had left you. Could it be that maybe you left God? Could it be that maybe, maybe, just maybe, I don't want to put anybody on the front line, don't want to call anybody out, don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable, but could it be that you don't see God? It's not that God can't see you. So I want you to understand that mid-journey as he, uh, 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 at a site chosen uh, right before nightfall, uh, uh, Jacob finds himself going to sleep. And so he grabs this rock to make for a pillow, this rock for a pillow, and as an extraordinary dream that, ch that, that changes his whole life. This here dream, he dreams, uh, 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 sees these angels ascending and descending on this ladder. Now keep in mind that the dream closes with a hidden yet active presence of God at this unintentional place. That this was something that Jacob, Jacob, uh, 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 so he thought was unintentional, but God was definitely masterminding and planning and right there with him every step of the way. Oh, if we can just understand that God truly, when he says that I will never leave you and I will never forsaken you, you I, I wish that we could understand and realize that God is true to his word, that even when we mess up, even when we go against him, that God is saying, I'm still here with you to bring you back, not to accept you and continue to keep you in the mess, but to bring you out of it. So in order for me to bring you out of it, I got to put my hands on you. You know, sometimes we get to the point where we just feel like I'm just going to let go and just leave them out there by themselves. But we have to understand that the best way to draw a family member into the house of Christ is to be connected with that family member. It's all right. I get it. I understand. I realize that we don't want to get caught up in the foolishness because I have family members that I love dearly, too. But you have to understand, I cannot be more of a I cannot be an effective witness to them if I'm not connected with them. Because it can come across very easy as if I'm so heavenly minded that I'm no earthly good. So while I love the Lord, there are some things I just don't do anymore. Doesn't it mean that I don't need to call you? Doesn't it mean that I don't need to text you? No, 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 no. I can still call you. I can still text you. But there are some things that I just don't do anymore. So Joseph, God is leading him. You see, God has, has not, uh, 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 was not there in this space, uh, 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 in this place. Uh, 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 he was not there uh, because the place was holy. You see, the place was holy because God was there. You see, this is not just some uh, a special place. You know, uh, like I love my church. 
I, I, I love Tabernacle of Praise. But what makes this place special is not the location, but it's the God of the location. It's the God that has set this place up. It is the God that has put brick to mortar. It is the God that had came in and gave direction. It is God which makes this place special. And oh, how many times? If I can just stay right there just, just for a little bit because I really want to see all of us in heaven. Amen? And it's all so easy for us to forget that it is not I, but it is Christ. That even though God used you in a very mighty way, Jacob, uh, uh, that you are not you by yourself. That you didn't get to where you are by yourself. Because when you read Jacob's story, when you jump over to chapter 32, uh, you will find Jacob at this point now wrestling with an angel and screaming out, I will not let go until you bless me. And it is at that point, now God begins to change Jacob's name to Israel. So Jacob still has a ways to go because notice in the text, and when we read the story, uh, when we go beyond Genesis to um, Exodus and Moses, and when God appears to Moses, he appears to him as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. And now we see him here in Exodus, God of Jacob. Because Jacob is still on a journey. Jacob is still moving in a place where God is trying to get him to the understanding that God is his God. And that you are my child and I am your God. And there are some things that I have specifically in place for you. And oh how we get it twisted sometimes that we forget that it is God calling us and that we didn't call God. This is my ministry. This is my thing and my that and my thus. And, and no, 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 no. Because see, while you being a part of this movement is a blessing and it edifies the body. Let me explain something to you, my family of God. If you cease to exist, ministry will roll on. Yeah, I know. I know. I may not be back next week. I don't know. But the truth of the matter is we get caught up in what God has called us to do as if what I'm doing is, the, is, is, is everything. And, it, and if I'm not in this, if I'm not doing this, then it's not going to happen. Jacob, Jacob, let me help you out. Let me just remind you that although you've done some things, although you've said some things, although you've gone against the commands of God, you have to realize that it is because of God being with you. That you are able to do the foolishness that you do. That God walking with you, you know, and I, th and I thank God, you know, I'm always reminded of my story because I can only tell my story. I can't tell somebody else's story, but I'm so often reminded that it was God, that God could have just snapped his finger and just whipped me away. And the reality is he wouldn't have been in, in, the, in, in error. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've... I, I, I was that person. But God said, I love you too much to leave you there. I love you and care for you too much, Jacob, to allow you to continue down that path. So while you can't see me, while you can't feel me, don't get it twisted. I have not abandoned you. I have not left you. So we understand that it's, that, it's the presence of the Lord. 
that makes this place special. Jacob dreams of a ladder connecting earth to heaven, full of angels going up and down this ladder. John 1, 51, Jesus is telling the story. Jesus is referencing this passage right here to himself. Uh, John 1, 51, Jesus is saying that, that uh, saying this of himself, that he is that ladder, that the angels are ascending up and down on. And see, the significance of this ladder is, a, it, 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 it is connected to heaven. Uh, uh, this ladder right here is from earth going up to heaven. But Jesus is the essence of it all. Jesus is the, it, 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 it is the means of us being connected from earth to heaven. And God shows these angels moving about on this here ladder. As the workers of, 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 of God, as busy bees, if you will, in this thing called Christianity, where it takes every last one of us moving about the business of the church. No big eyes and no little use. The only thing that was stationary was Jesus at the top. The Bible says it was the Lord that appeared stationary at the apex of this ladder. So Jesus says, I am the Lord. The Bible tells us here that God, as Jacob is having this dream, he says, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and of the God of Isaac, and the land on which there, uh, and, and, and the, the, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. This very place that you lay in your head, I'm going to give it to you. This very place that you have set up for a place of rest, I'm going to give it to you. And not just to you, but to your descendants. Can, 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 I, just, can I just help, help us all here? Because, you know, see, when God blesses, he's not just blessing for the moment. I have yet to go through the Bible and read where God blessed someone and it was specifically just for that moment. So when God bless you, he's blessing you with the understanding and the idea that you will go out and bless somebody else. That you're not keeping it to yourself. So this Jacob here, God is reminding him. Uh, Jacob is startled. Jacob is, is understanding that this place that I'm here, I'm, that I'm at, that this, here, that this here place, that I'm taking my rest, this is something special. This is, this, is, this, is a, this is a special place, not because, not because of the place, but because of the God of the place. The Bible says now Jacob begins to do something uh, special here. He says that he now begins to take the same pillow the same rock that he was laying his head on and he set up an altar. You see, the self-identification of the Lord to Jacob foreshadows the revelation of God's covenant name to Moses. See, it was at the Mount Sinai when God, when Moses says, well, who should I say sent me? Who should I call on? Who, who, who should I tell the people? He says, tell them that I am sent you. J J Jacob, I need you to understand that, that it is I am that is standing before you. The I am the Lord. The same covenant 
that God will eventually reveal to Moses. And it has also established a family connection that God of your father Abraham, the God of your father Isaac, now we see this connection that, that, that wait a minute, God, and that, are you telling me that, that, that there is some history here? That you're not just showing up out of nowhere? No, this is the same God that your granddaddy was praying to. This is the same God that your daddy was praying to. I'm not just some new God on the scene. This is a God that has been around since since the beginning and if I can go deeper than that I have I have no beginning that I always was and there never will be a time that I won't exist now I love that I love the fact that God will always be because there are a lot of gods in the world there are gods of stone there are gods of wood there's God of money. There, there's so many gods, gods of shoes and gods of suits and gods of so many things. But all of those gods will eventually die off, burn up, be gone. But I'm so thankful and glad of the God that we serve here at Tabernacle of Praise, uh, the creator, Lord God, the one that spoke all of this into existence. The God that stepped out on nothing and said, let there be and there was. This is the God that is being revealed to Jacob that will set the stage for that which is to come. So although Jacob is startled to recognize this place of God's indwelling as the as holy ground. Uh, uh, God was not there because the place was holy, but the place was holy because God was there. Oh, if we deem the place holy without God's presence, holy would be underrated. Holy will be whatever holy is. Whatever is holy to you or whatever is holy to you, that's what's holy. And it's hard to try to live up to everybody's holy. We can't even live up to our own holy. We struggle with living up to God's holy. So if it was left up to me, I would just do away with everybody's holy and just give everybody God's holy and just say we all going to struggle with that one. Just struggle with that one. Why complicate the matter? Because in Genesis, God appears not to royalty or priests, but he reveals himself to a little old refugee. God said, I'm going to the lowest. I'm not going to the kings or the, the high places. Just a little old refugee. This was the promise that the Lord made to Abraham in Genesis 13, 16. God's covenant promise to Jacob includes this right here. The multiplication of his descendants, the occupation of the land, the blessings of his people, and the promise of divine uh, his divine presence. God said, I'm going to give you more. Ch your children will be blessed. Your land will be blessed. 
The people will be blessed. The promises that I will be in your presence wherever you go. I'll be right there with you. I don't know about you. Even though it may be a struggle sometimes, I'm still holding on to Jesus because he had just given me what I need. My descendants will be blessed. My babies will be blessed. You mean my land that I'll tread upon will be blessed? Wherever I go will be blessed? I don't say, well, well which way? whichever way I choose to go, God said, I'm going to bless you in anyhow. Now, I don't know about you, but I love serving a God that I already see the end from the beginning, that all I have to do is just start walking and he will bless me. I don't have to be confused. I don't have to be overwhelmed. I don't be, have to trick that out of my mind. Just simply walk under the authority of God. I know that everything that I desire will come to pass. And if I can just put in, even if, because sometimes we want to say, well, what if it don't happen? Well, guess what? I'm blessed. It's not going to change the fact that God has called me to be um, the head and not the tail. That God did not call me to be ruler and not a follower, a leader and not a follower. But I heard it before. It said, you know, every good leader is following somebody. Amen. I don't mind following. Matter of fact, I love following. I don't have a problem with following. If you're following, as, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So if I'm going to follow you, I'm going to need you to be following Christ. Because I'm not to the point to where I can't be taught and I can't be led. Matter of fact, I think that's the best place to be, under the foot of Jesus. Being taught and being led. Assurance that the Lord will bring him back to this land. The land of promise. God said, I'm going to bring you back here. That this is not over. This is just the beginning. I'm trying to help somebody right there. I don't know if you caught on to it or not. But he said, this is just the beginning. See, when you come back to this place again... It's not going to look the same. You see, when you come back to this place right here, you done set up a shop. You done prayed to me. You done set up an altar. You done laid yourself prostrate. You've been praying. You've called on my name. But this time when you come back, it's going to look a little different. Your descendants will be blessed. You will be protected. The hand of the Lord will be up on you. And so Jacob's dream is not only an awe-inspiring and majestic, but it also imitates and it, it is, is, is also intimate and it's also personal. You see, in the alternative translation, God stands beside him. Another reading of the Hebrew says it like this, as he lies on the ground promising to be with him, be with him in wherever he goes. I'm going to be right there with you. So God's words add Bethel, uh, this intimate and covenant with Jacob, and enduring relationship committed to his well-being and his future. God is saying, listen, Jacob, I'm committed to you. I'm dedicated. I'm right here with you to see after you and you and your descendants, your well-being, whatever you need. I'm right there with you, but I'm going to need you to trust me. 
even when you can't see me. I'm going to need you to believe that I'm right there with you even when it seems as if you are all by yourself. I'm going to need you to believe that, my family. I'm going to need you to understand that, 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 that God will never leave you and he will never forsaken you. Because God has a plan in place that God is always working on our behalf. That God is always, and I mean always, leading us and guiding us to be more like him. And it's not always pleasant, and it's not always pretty, and it's not always pleasant. Uh, but the reality is, it's always, and I mean it's always, leading you to the presence of God. He's always leading you closer to him. Even in the low moments, he said, I'm leading you. Even in the difficult times, he said, I'm guiding you. But when we can't feel him, when we can't see him, when we can't experience him, when we can't smell him or touch him or sense him, or we feel now we are abandoned and we're alone. But family of God, you're not alone. You're not by yourself. You're not in it by yourself. We're not in it by ourselves. I'm not in it by myself. There is no way I would allow the enemy to manipulate me into think that God has left me. I don't believe that God would bring us this far to leave us. I, I don't believe that God will allow you to go through what you went through in order to turn his back and abandon you. I, I, I don't believe that God will set you up in a place of, of hierarchy for him to snatch the rug out from under your feet. I, I, I just can't believe that God is that kind of God where he will allow you to experience success and then turn around and put you on the side of defeat. I don't believe that that's the kind of God that we serve. Now, does that mean that you would never have low moments? Oh, yeah, you're going to have some moments where you feel as if it's all that, that you're all alone. But let me just help you out that that's just a feeling. Feelings. It's an emotion. And our emotions can change with the drop of a dime or the ring of a phone. You can be sad one minute and happy the next. You can be Joyous one moment and in tears the next. You can be celebratory in one setting and turn around and walk in the other room and experience defeat. But all those are emotions. But God said, I'm not fooling with emotions. I'm telling you what the reality is. And the reality is I'm with you every step of the way. Jacob's vow signals the importance of returning to the place where he uh, encountered God most fully. In other words, Jacob continues on his journey to Haran. He remains oriented to Bethel, which is the house of God, with plans to return for worship and thanksgiving. Jacob's descendants throughout the earth always held this particular place as an orienting center. In other words, Jacob's vow resonated with our weekly returning from journey 
of our daily lives to a place where we can encounter God. There is a reason God showed Jacob, Jacob what he showed Jacob. There is a reason why God was intentional by letting Jacob know that not only you, Jacob, but your descendants all the way down through the years will experience me in a very different way, will experience me in a very real way because the truth of the matter is when the trials do show up, when the struggles do show up, we need to have a center. We need to have something that we can direct our attention to. And God is saying, I need you to turn your attention back to me. So the stone which Jacob used to mark the place where he slept early in the morning, just like Abraham uh, uh, before him. Jacob arose early in the morning to worship the Lord. Jacob took the stone which previously uh, aided in his sleep and used it to mark the spot where he met God. So no longer now is this just a place that I stumbled upon. But this place now has significance. Setting up and reflecting on pillars was a significant factor in Jacob's life. So Jacob, as I close this out, Jacob uh, uh, vows uh, uh, to the Lord. Uh, uh, He vows to the Lord. Uh, 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 Jacob requests four things of the Lord. Number one, divine presence. Jacob goes on to say, if God will be with me. I need you, God. I need your presence over my life. I need you to see me and walk with me. I need you. I need you to be with me, Jesus. I need you. Not only that, do I need your divine presence, but I need God now. I need your your, your divine protection. I need you to protect me, my going in and my coming out of keeping me from all hurt, harm, and danger. I need your presence. I need your protection. Not only that, God, but I need your provision. I need you to provide for me. Give me bread when I'm hungry and water when I'm thirsty. Give me provision, oh God. Give me things that's going to help me to be successful. And lastly, God, in the midst of all of this, while you see me, although times I don't see you, I need your divine peace. I need you to give me peace, God, so that I can come back to my father's house in peace. Jacob had left his daddy's house, and now he wants to go back to it. I need peace, God. I need to know that when I return back to this place, to my daddy's house, that I will be protected, that you will be with me, that I will have peace. So God tells Jacob I'm with you I never left you I never stopped I never stopped I never gave up and I never will there's somebody here you may feel like God has gave up on you you may feel as if God has has shut the door you feel as if you all by yourself that it seems as if life has just been dealing you one bad hand after another what I want to introduce you to the king of kings and the lord of lord the God that just like he told Jacob I never left you I was always there with you 
I've never given up on you. And I never will. If you want God to walk with you and always be with you, can you just raise your hand in the house? Is there anybody that want God to walk with them and be with them? Amen. Let us, Father, you see the hands that have gone up. Father, all over the building, we want you to walk with us, never giving up, never leaving us, never turning us aside. And while there are times, Father, when we don't see you, we know that you see us. Thank you, God, for not letting stuff get in the way. Thank you, God, for not allowing stuff to cloud the vision. So I ask, oh God, that you will seal each committed hand, each committed heart, and that you will draw us even closer every day, closer, closer. Draw me close to you. Help me, oh God. Never let me go, but always drawing me close. Help me find you, oh God. Help me find that space that I can walk with you with the assurance and knowing that I'm walking with the risen Savior. Not just because the preacher said so, but because you are part of me. Thank you again for what has taken place. Cover us, oh God, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You were blessed this morning. Can we put our hands together and just worship God in this space? this morning. Amen. Truly God has blessed us and kept us. We just want to thank him for what he has done. We want to thank the pastor for such a powerful word being used of the Lord. And as we come to a close, we're going to ask you to stand as we have our benediction. The scripture says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, bless us, keep us, but most importantly, Lord, let us know that you are watching over and that you see us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As you go, As you go tell the world.